Encounter Faith Formation by Prem Joy A chartered accountant by profession, Prem Ebi Joy is part of JY Dubai Formation Team and Music Ministry, UAE. He is married to Dr. Anu and they have recently been blessed with a baby. Prem Joy gives us some simple and practical steps to transform oneself into the image of Christ. Get up. The voice of Roy's mother echoed throughout the house. Judging by the intensity of her voice and from past experience, Roy concluded that there was a 100% chance that the next probable course of action would be a lash on his back. Gosh, not the best way to start a day. Coming, I'm brushing. Roy jumped out of bed and ran to the washroom, got ready and rushed down. There she is. Oh no, her nose and ears are red. Bad day, bad day. He fixes the best smile on his face and before she can say anything, Roy hugs her and gives his mother a kiss. Come, let's go. We're already late for church. Phew, it worked. She's calmed down. Even though Roy wasn't very particular about the church-going thing, the importance his parents attached to it and to every other religious practice had a deep impression on him. And looking back at his life, he gladly admits that his parents laid the foundation of his faith journey. I believe that we can all in some way relate to Roy. We have all had someone in our life who was super concerned about religious life, either our parents, siblings, relatives, teachers or friends and we could gladly admit that they had a great impact on our faith journey. Faith, faith formation and living a life witnessing Christ are very important topics in these times. But who should take the lead in imparting faith? Where should this start? Who is responsible for this? It is very natural for us to put the onus of faith formation on the church. This is the reason many of us get deeply disturbed when flaws and errors in the church emerge. We expect the church to be the model and perfection of Christian faith. But should faith formation start from there? Does the church hold a primary responsibility in this? Let's try to look a bit deeper into this matter. Where to start? Let's look at what the Bible says. And these words which I command you this day shall be upon your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. And you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Wow, now that is pretty straightforward. We see that the Lord is commanding the Israelites to teach their children about His law and talk about His wondrous deeds. The Bible asks them to start and end their day invoking God, praising and thanking Him and contemplating His commandments. The Bible tells us that the first place to start faith formation is the home, where parents take an active role in imparting faith to their children. 
The second step is when the individual himself seeks the Lord. The psalmist rightly points this out in Psalm 119.9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Each person has to meet his creator in the word of God and in his personal prayer. This is the manifestation of what his parents tried to inculcate in him. And finally, a young man who has found his creator praises and blesses him in the congregation, the church. He celebrates his faith in the Holy Mass and nourishes him with the body and blood of Christ. He builds on the foundation laid by his family with the understanding gained through his personal encounter with God and the teachings of the Catholic Church. Having said this, let's look at some practical and simple steps that can be taken to ensure that we are not missing out on this great mission that the Lord Jesus Christ has entrusted to us, the mission of transforming oneself into the image of Christ. Training Ground 1 – Family An individual learns nuances of faith from his home. Parents need to demonstrate faith in their words and deeds. The following are a few quick self-checkpoints for parents. Family Prayer Ensure that you do it devoutly. Kneeling at times would be a perfect example to show the importance that you attach to it. If possible, do it at prime time, 7 to 9. If this is not possible, at least teach a small set of prayers to your kids and encourage them to say it on their own at this time, later on to be followed by the main family prayer. Lovingly correct them when they sleep or become passive during prayer. The Word of God, read every day. Parents should explain the passage to their kids and make it a prayer too. For example, if the passage is about forgiveness, say a short prayer of forgiveness to all. If the theme is Holy Spirit, pray that the Holy Spirit fills the heart of everyone in the family. Make it a point to pray for the common needs of the family, affirming that the needs are met by the grace of God and not by our hard work alone. Pray before and after meals, thanking God for His grace. Invoke God in everything that you do. For example, by God's grace, I was able to buy a car. By God's grace, I have a good job or family or kids, etc. For anything good in your life, for every applause that you get, praise God openly. Share your testimony with your kids. Share the wondrous deeds that God has done in your life with your kids. Encourage your children to have real conversations with God. It may look funny in the beginning, but slowly they will develop an attitude of sharing everything with God. This will form the foundation for their personal prayer. Make them ask God for help in their needs instead of just the parents praying for them. Do not cut down family prayer or personal prayer even when there are exams. There is a tendency to go to the shortest holy mass on exam days. Don't encourage this. Rather, teach them that God is the one who provides and the little in God's hands can serve thousands. 
Demonstrate your faith publicly. Kneel and prostrate before the blessed sacrament. Enter the church with reverence. Tell your kids that Jesus is present in the tabernacle. Make the sign of the cross publicly when you see or pass by a church. Remember that your kids are observing you. Watch your evening discussions. Avoid criticizing the church. It will only be counterproductive. Nobody can love something that they always criticize. Help children appreciate the goodness of the church and their faith. Help them realize that the church is the body of Christ. Encourage your family to attend Holy Mass whenever possible. Attend with devotion in the prayers and celebrations. Perform acts of mercy along with your children. It can be as simple as giving money to your kids for a less privileged person. They need to understand that doing acts of mercy are also a thanksgiving for the blessings received. Training Ground 2 Personal Effort Every God encounter has a prerequisite, the willingness of an individual to seek Him with a humble heart. God can never be found with a proud or arrogant heart, but He reveals Himself to those who earnestly seek Him. If we don't encounter God in our life, we can easily fall from our faith. The following are some practical steps that can be taken. Personal Prayer This is where you make it loud and clear to God that you are seeking Him. Family prayer cannot replace personal prayer. Personal prayer helps you to have an intimate and personal relationship with God. Personal prayer is not just a time of repeating learned prayer. Rather, it is a time of talking to and listening to God. Reading and Contemplating the Word of God Be sure to call upon the Holy Spirit as you read and contemplate, as He is the author of the Word of God. Initially, start reading the Bible like a storybook. Slowly, you will see it guiding your path. Remember, the Word of God is Jesus Himself. Have a personal Bible. Underline the verses that touch you. Hold it close to your heart. Sacraments. Make sure that you receive them regularly and with devotion. Be at Holy Mass, fully aware that heaven is open before you and you are receiving Jesus. Pray the prayers with devotion, contemplating as you pray. Your devotion will motivate the ones around you as well, and it is a very good way of witnessing. Try to practice what you are assimilating from the Word of God. Pray that your eyes be opened so that you can see God working in your life. Make a conscious effort to accept and obey the advice given by your parents and elders. God will instruct you through them. Witnessing for Christ through small and simple deeds. For example, making the sign of the cross as you pass by a church. Refrain from abusive language. They may mock you by calling you a saint, but you are witnessing Christ. Encouraging your friends to pray, inviting them to Holy Mass, reminding them about the hour of divine mercy and spreading rosary devotion, advising your friends about the path of virtue. Be immune to the opinions of the world. You should guide your life based on what God has commanded you and not on the opinions of the world.
Don't be afraid to stand alone. Remember when you stand for God, heaven stands with you. Remember the promise of Jesus, he will never leave you alone. Training Ground 3, The Church Having developed the foundation of faith through Training Ground 1 and 2, Training Ground 3, The Church, is where you will start building on the base of faith that you acquired. Your base will be plastered and made stronger and a beautiful superstructure will be built on it, which will be visible to all around you. But remember, if the base is weak or if it is not properly formed, you cannot build anything. It will fall apart easily. If you have already developed your faith, the church teachings and fellowship of community will further strengthen it. You will be nourished by the sacraments. You will meet great saints whose lives will inspire you and in union with them, you will praise and bless the Almighty God. And your life will be one of witness. We are dealing with a generation that is logical in their approach. There are pros and cons to that. If they really understand what they ask to do, they will follow it wholeheartedly. But unfortunately, they are less likely to believe when they cannot find logic. We all know that the ways of God can sometimes be beyond logic. His ways are established when we are ready to walk with deep-rooted faith in Him. It's when someone really understands this, they will say like Paul, What can separate us from the love of Jesus?